Welcome back to another episode of Disc Read Error, the podcast where every week we dive into the extensive and fascinating library of the greatest selling video game console of all time, the PlayStation 2. I'm Derek Kicker. I'm Ian Golding, part two. Part part do. Part and do. this is Resident Evil 4 Part 2 Electric Boogaloo. Insert music here, because Ian Sorry. doesn't have a comment. No, I, my, my dog just farted in its fucking vial and then started, like, wheezing. Are you okay, buddy? <laughs> he caught himself off guard. What a pleasant surprise. But I'm afraid it's Ashley we need. Not you, Mr. Kennedy. If you don't need me, then get off my back, old man. So we're back for part two of Resident Evil 4. The game's so big, it necessitated two episodes. Yeah, yeah. And this episode, we are talking about the gameplay. Yes. So let's get into it. So... It seems you killed Krauser, too. How shall I return my appreciation? What are you talking about? I thought he was with you. <laughs> what are you talking about? Did you really think I'd trust an American? So all the Resident Evil games up until this point have been have followed a, a pretty strict formula. Pre-rendered backgrounds, mm. tank controls, and, you know, usually take place in a somewhat small setting. And you go room to room, and each yeah. room is, yeah. Yeah. This game basically kind of does away with that and gives you a more action-oriented, faster type of gameplay and is much bigger than previous Resident Evil games. Absolutely. Now... If you're sitting there thinking, oh no, what about Code Veronica? That game was pretty big. You Shut know, up. it's it's actually not. You just think it is because you did so much running back and forth. <laughs> it's actually not that big. Damn. Calling him it out. Is it is not. Damn this blast. game, on the other hand, is pretty big, though. And it's it, it almost... It feels like a Resident Evil game now because I think it's like kind of, you know, everyone's had the chance to sit with it for so long. Right. But it did not feel particularly Resident Evil-y when it first came out. Mm. I don't think so. Mm. It was like a big, you know, uh, by the time you get to the end of it, it feels, you you feel it. But right off the bat, it feels so different. Yeah. So, so different. And part of that comes from the things that went away from previous games. There is typewriters in this game. You do not need ink ribbons to save your game. No, which is fucking You crazy. can save as many times as you want, which takes away a bit of the item management of this game. You don't have to carry ink ribbons. You don't have to save ink ribbons. There's also no longer an item box. Oh, that's right. Item I boxes. about those. Yeah. are gone yeah you now have a new inventory system an attache case <laughs> that you can upgrade at the merchant of course and you basically play a game of tetris yeah trying to keep all your shit in this box and if you run out of space well you better drop some shit or just use it right for, for no reason yes 
And there is plenty to pick up in this game. Oh, yes. Now, you have your, your standard Resident Evil fare. You have your green herbs. You have your red herbs. Gone are the blue herbs because mm. I don't believe you can get poisoned in this game. No, I don't think you can because the snakes just do damage. They do, yeah, they just hurt you. Yeah. Uh, but there is a new herb. There is the yellow herb. Yes. And what the yellow herb does is when combined with another herb, it increases your maximum health. Yes, which is fucking incredible. Which is awesome. It yeah. gives you a sense of being better at the game than you probably are <laughs> mm -hmm. just because you find yourself healing less. Um, which is a clever little trick. That Absolutely, it does. yeah. But that's not all. There are also other health items. You can pick up, uh, <laughs> you know, fish, and you can eat the fish, and the fish will heal you. Don't forget you eggs. Can, yeah, eggs. Hey, there are eggs all over this game. Yes. So many eggs in this game, and you just, you get them. You shoot a chicken, they'll drop an egg. Yeah. Sometimes you, you, you kill a, a snake, they'll drop an egg because they ate the egg. You yeah, a second egg there right on your There's head. also golden eggs, which you oh, can yeah. eat to heal you, but might be better, sell those to a merchant. Of course. Because you can also pick up random treasures, and those treasures can be combined. To make super uber treasures. To make dope-ass treasures, and you can sell those to the merchant for more, mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. It's very fucking cool. And, and speaking of things dropping, that's new to the Resident Evil world in general. Is no longer items strictly just found. Enemies no. drop items when they die. Which is awesome. So you're like, fuck, I'm out of ammo. What do I do? Knife this Ganado down. He'll probably drop some ammo. He will, because I was reading about it and I forgot the it, name for it. It's called dynamic item drop rate. Okay, yeah, yeah. It it drops what you need. Yes, which is yeah. sick. It's fucking sick, yeah. It gives the game sort of a variable uh variable difficulty level because you can really only kind of choose, I think, between like hard or normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no easy. But you can you unlock professional mode after beating the game once. <laughs> which is much harder. But the game is so I I'm probably gonna butcher this but i believe how the difficulty system of the game works how the dynamic difficulty system works is depending on how many health items you've used mm -hmm. and how much ammo you've gone through and mm -hmm. how much damage you've taken the game will you can have like a, a, a difficulty rating of like one to five so mm -hmm. if you get to a checkpoint and you have made and you haven't used any health items, you haven't taken any damage and you've barely used any ammo, the difficulty everyone. goes up. It spikes, ah. which affects enemy AI, which affects, uh, I don't think it affects the amount of enemies because I think the amount of enemies is still fixed, That's set. Yeah, yeah. but I think it changes their aggression. Uh, I think it can change how much damage they do. So that's kind of a cool little thing that, Super uh, cool. you know, challenges you if you're doing well and helps you out if you uh, suck. <laughs> if you need to get good. Get good, motherfucker. And speaking of checkpoints, this game has chapters. Yep. Which was something that wasn't in the previous Resident Evil games. There's no fucking chapters. But this <laughs> game does have 16 chapters. 
And at the chapter point, you can save, which mm-hmm. is cool, which is a great way to like if you're in between, you know, typewriters. But it's also cool because you can save every chapter on its own. So if you want to just replay one little part, if you want to go back and see, like maybe try something different in a chapter, right. it makes it pretty easy to do that. Yeah. You know, I I think this game took off really well with the speedrunning community, and I think that's probably part of it, is that you can really kind of, like, strategize sections of the game by breaking it into chapters. Like, practicing each one a little bit, yeah. Yeah. What else has changed? Well, uh, we've already talked about the insane camera change, the behind Mm -hmm. the shoulder. Uh, You aim. Now, you cannot shoot and move. This is something that back... I don't remember people really complaining about this back then. Hmm. But it's something that, like, now people say that it hasn't aged well because of that. Hmm. I disagree. I think it it's aged fine. I think it's just a different yeah. type of gameplay. Yeah, yeah, I think it's But fine. You, cannot, you cannot shoot and run. And when you aim, you pull up a laser sight. Every gun in this game has a laser sight, which is funny. Yeah. Especially, especially the shotguns. Yeah, and I would say, especially with the GameCube version, this game's combat is very intuitive. Mm -hmm. It feels really good. Yeah, I agree. I think it feels great. And one of the cool things, too, is where you shoot an enemy is not only you know different, like like they they react differently depending on where you shoot them. It's also important, it strategy wise, to shoot them in different places. You will find that you it's very easy to get overwhelmed by yeah. enemies, especially like in some of the village parts. Oh yeah. Uh in the cabin fight, which is the first major skill check of the game, <laughs> in the uh water room, which is the second major skill yep. check of the game. But what you can do, and this is a strategy that like is something you should learn really quickly is that you can shoot enemies in the knees or in the leg. And most of the time they will fall sometimes. And I, I would say that you could probably work this into being pretty consistent. You can shoot them in like the face. Yeah. And whereas like a headshot isn't like, I mean, it does extra damage, but it's not like you're you're blowing their heads yeah, up. Yeah, it's really not quickly. fatal every time, no. Uh, but it does stagger them. Mm-hmm. If you played any of the Souls games or anything, you're familiar with st- staggering an enemy. It will stagger them, which allows you to do something that you've also never been able to do in a Resident Evil game, which is melee an enemy. <laughs> now, by melee, you mean do an awesome spinning roundhouse kick to their face. Yes, that's yeah. exactly what I mean, and it is awesome. Leon has a couple moves. He has a roundhouse kick. I believe he has a punch, and he has a German suplex if you yes. can get behind them. Yes, if you can get behind them. My yeah. favorite thing is early in the game, obviously, he, I saw moves later. The only thing he ever did was kick, and I was just like, so he like went to like a super karate master. He's like, I just want you to teach me one thing, which is a kick. And I want it to be so good at it that once in a while I can make people's fucking heads explode when I kick them. Because the first time that happened, I squealed with fucking joy. Now, you can't German suplex until you get to the castle. Okay. Yeah, that's right. But the German suplex, you can get lucky if they've taken enough damage and you can suplex them and their head will explode. Yeah. 
on impact with the ground. So good. It's which so is fucking incredible. Good. Yeah. And another thing that this game changes from previous Resident Evil games is that the knife <laughs> is incredibly useful well, to people other than knife only runners and people who like speed run the game. Well, probably because uh, Leon, if he's the first Resident Evil to figure out that the, while the pointy thing is good on a knife, the super sharp sides are also very important. Because like in the old one, you just kind of stabby stabby and now yes. you're slashy slashy. And that I, was delightful. Oh, yeah. Also, what the biggest change with the knife, other than, the, you know, the swipey swipey, yeah. uh, is that it is no longer something you have to equip. Right. It it's is always part of it. Yeah. Always equipped. And you can use uh, its, it's button, it's mapped to a button, and you can just pull it out. Yep. Which is perfect because a lot of the, there's a lot of breakable barrels, crates, stuff yeah. around. And instead of wasting a bullet on them, you just knife them. Yep. And if you play this game quite a bit, like I have, you end up getting into the muscle memory territory of double slashing every box in mm-hmm. case there's a fucking snake there's in there. snake in there. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> yeah, you get bit by a couple snakes, you realize that you are going to be double swiping every single box. That's fucking awesome. Or barrel in this game. Yeah. Because snakes will just come out and bite you. Yeah, they'll get you right away. I think I don't think I got to that point, but I would I would react quick enough towards the end. Yeah. It's uh it's a very fun mechanic. The knife is also useful in combat at this point mm-hmm. because you can swipe, you can knife enemies and the enemies can stagger from knife hits. Yep. So you can swipe swipe and that can stagger them and you can do a kick and they fall back and knock other enemies down. So you if you get them in a row and stuff, enemies. you can really take advantage of it. But yeah, this makes the knife infinitely more useful than it really has ever been. Uh, again, the Code Veronica heads out there. I am with you. I understand that Code Veronica, that was the only Resident Evil game where the knife did damage based on how many frames it made contact with the Dear enemy God, and Eric. not how many times you swung it. And that that made it like the most OP knife ever. I get you. I'm hmm. with you. But it's still not as useful as this knife. No, this knife is incredible. This knife. And then after you uh, defeat Krauser in the first knife fight with him, you get his knife, which does slightly more damage, swings just a touch quicker, and looks badass. It's a super badass fucking knife. It is fucking cool as shit. Yeah. And this game uh, varies up the boss mechanics and the enemy mechanics pretty widely there's a there's a wide amount of strategies for you know there's enemy ai enemies are very different Mm -hmm. in previous resident evil games uh, a good example is like resident evil zero right Mm -hmm. where you have the, the all the zombies kind of have two mechanics right they have like a an instant grab and bite you can kind of bait them into biting to dodge them. Mm-hmm. You know, these enemies uh, have a much more robust AI. Yes. They are a little more clever. They'll, you'll find that aiming at their heads, they'll move. They'll duck. They'll sidestep. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll also throw axes at you. They'll hit you with pitchforks. They can use weapons. And you can shoot the weapons out of the air. If you shoot them in their hands, they can drop the they weapons. They drop them. If they're holding dynamite... 
you can shoot the dynamite in their hand or in the air close to them and it explodes and fucking kills yeah. them. Yeah, Amazing. some of them will light the stick of dynamite and you can shoot them in the leg and they won't be able to have time to throw it and it'll explode it'll in their hand, hand and yep. blow everyone up. It's great. There's also just so many enemies. There's mm. we talked about all the enemies in the village, but in the castle we didn't we forgot to talk about Novistadors. Oh, the invisible right. bugs, which are the worst fucking enemies yeah, in the game. Yeah, not a fan. They are not so bad. It, it's something that I uh, am very glad they would kind of fix in the remake mm. by making them not completely invisible and kind of making them more camouflage Okay. But, I mean, it's still a unique, a pretty unique enemy. Regenerators, Iron Maidens. Yeah. Like, there's all kinds. I, and not to mention, there's like multiple kinds of Plagas. Yeah. So once it turns nighttime, the Plagas can come out because they do not like sunlight. <laughs> uh, and then you blow off an enemy's head and all of a sudden a parasite will shoot out of it and you basically have to destroy the enemy all over again. Mm. And there's a Plagas that has a big scythe on it. Yeah, it swings at you. Yeah, that can cut your head off. Yeah. There's ones that'll just like attack, but just whip at you. There's ones that will like eat you. Mm-hmm. That can like one shot you. Yep. There's ones that will detach and they're like little spiders. Right. And it's all fucked up. And some of these enemies have guns, yep. especially when you get to the island. They'll have guns, they'll have Gatling guns, they'll have rocket launchers. Fucking In the awesome. castle, they have crossbows, they have shields, oh, the crossbows, they have maces. Yeah, yeah. Mm hmm. I mean, there's just the the amount of enemy variation in this game is pretty wild, and each boss encounter I feel like is very deliberate and very well thought out. Oh, a hundred percent. I think the Mendez fight is great. I think the mm -hmm. Delagos fight is great. I think I love that all fight. the encounters with El Gigante is great, mm -hmm. and something that kind of shines through that is you know. Unfortunately, no longer kind of a hallmark with the Resident Evil games is you can make decisions that affect the outcome later on in the game. Mm -hmm. In the very first, in the very beginning of the game, you find a dog in a bear trap. Yes. Now you can shoot at this dog, and the dog will escape the bear trap and run away. Or you can ignore the dog, and the dog will stay in the bear trap. Or you can go up to it, and you can free the dog. Now, if you free the dog, he'll come back and help you in about. You know, depending on your pl how you play, an hour and a half to two hours later, when you fight that first El Gigante, mm -hmm. he'll come and assist you in that fight. He's like, it's that dog. It's my favorite. Yeah, line it's in the that dog. <laughs> it's that dog. It's like well, clearly like a wolf too. Yeah, it's not. Uh, I didn't think it was a dog. That's why I love the line so much. I'm like that, bro. That's a wolf. Yeah, no dog. Fun fact, or it's a husky. I do. I do believe that part of like a scrapped version of Resident Evil Four would end up becoming Haunting Ground. Hmm. Um, because that dog model is the same and the main character in Haunting Ground is basically like a reskinned Ashley model. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's, that's cool. It's a fun little, fun little trivia there. Ballistics and all. Ballistics and all. Yeah. Or after the cabin, I think it's after the cabin fight. It might be before the cabin fight. Uh, you basically have two paths in which you can go. One path will lead you to an El Gigante fight. One path will lead you to the Bella sisters, which are two chainsaw wielding sisters. <laughs> that are <laughs> pretty difficult to take down. Yeah. But again, th that's a choice you have. You right. know, you'll end up getting more reward for killing the sisters, but the Higante is an easier fight. Right. After you just had a fight that assuredly took a lot of your ammo. 
uh, most. Yeah, the cabin fight. The cabin fight is the I would say the biggest skill check in the game. Uh, until uh, if you've been stockpiling incendiary grenades, not so bad. Yeah, if, yeah. If you if you had God an idea was coming, or just for some reason just stockpiled everything, yeah, uh, yeah. you can get through it a little easier. But it is a difficult fight. I was saving them for I assumed a boss fight, and then. I realized what I was doing wasn't working the way I needed it to. So I was like, these guys, I'm going to, I'm going to back up the stairs and start chucking. And then they started coming through the top, of course, and fucked my whole shit up. But it was still, it was a couple of glorious moments. <laughs> these fuckers were, were bottlenecking at the bottom of the stairs. And I was like, I'll burn you all to fucking death. I love it. Yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> it is a f- fun part of the game uh, that I'm also glad that they kept with the remake. One thing that would be a step down, kind of, I think, uh, from the previous Resident Evil games, is the quality of the puzzles. Yeah, I don't think there's any really difficult puzzles in this game. No, there aren't. I, I... All the puzzles are kind of like pretty simple, and yeah, they just like move this box to. There's the one where uh, the only one I can think of right now is the one where you like shoot the three boxes uh, at the dam so you can cross where the, the docks so that there's a box in between. And it was like, yeah, what else there's are you a gonna... couple. I think there's yeah. a few good puzzles in this game. I think that largely, though, uh, I think the puzzle is figuring out how to conquer each room because there's yeah. so many enemies. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it's, that's more it's puzzling. what strategy is going to because there's multiple times in this game where you need Ashley to do something, mm-hmm. but you have to protect Ashley because yep. if Ashley gets taken away, you lose. If yep. Ashley gets hurt, you lose. Yep. You know, it's just you know she has her own health bar, but she dies very quick. Yeah, she, she is a lot of health. very useless. <laughs> uh, the uh, what is it? The water room. In the castle, which is another major skill check, is a huge example of that. She has to uh, work these cranks while you basically fight like an insane amount of people. Fucking insane. People with shields. It is a a fucking nightmare. Another Mm -hmm. way that this game improved, though, uh, upon the previous ones is your... It took something that, that was in Resident Evil 2 and in some ways Resident Evil 3 and just ex- blew it up, which is upgrading your weapons. Oh, yeah. Which is crucial to this game. 100%. Yes. Crucial. You know, you're going to want to upgrade your pistol. You can upgrade usually power, reload speed, uh, critical ammo capacity. ammo capacity, critical shot, firing rate. Mm-hmm. And then every weapon has a a unique upgrade from when they're fully upgraded. Right. So the final shotgun of the game, when you fully upgrade it, it holds a hundred shotgun shells. Fucking amazing. It's capacity is. And another thing that part was part of the strategy is when you upgrade these games, this is something they removed from the remake that really kind of bummed me out is when you upgrade your ammo capacity, it refills your gun. So you kind of want to make sure you upgrade ammo capacity when you're on an empty magazine right. because right. you will get the free ammo. Oh. That is not the case in the remake. Oh, that's so a shame. It, yeah, it makes something like up, upgrading that shotgun, to, which only its unique upgrade in the new one is only 50 shells. But it makes it almost not worth it because yeah. why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you're yeah. not going to get the 50 shells, like why do it? Weak sauce. Super duper weak sauce. There's also attachments. You can do attachments, mm. you know. There are standard attachments similar to previous Resident Evil games. You can get a pistol called the Red 9. 
which mm-hmm. you can uh, equip a stock to 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 increase like the stability of the gun. You can get put scopes on the rifles. Of course, there's like a normal scope. There's a thermal scope. Mm-hmm. There's a stock for the TMP, which is like a Uzi, basically yep. with a little submachine gun. Uh, which I never used in the original. I used it a lot more in the remake. I used it a lot. Uh, yeah, there's yeah. a the mine thrower, which is oh, a funny God. weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's one of the things that makes this game great, and this is similar to other Resident Evil games, is once you beat this game, the fun really begins because right. it has a new game plus. It has professional mode, and it has a ton of unlockables. So let's talk about those. Ada. So it is true. True? About what? You, working with Wesker. I see you've been doing your homework. Why, Ada? What's it to you? Why are you here? Why'd you show up like this? <laughs> so we're going to talk about the PlayStation 2 version and the GameCube version because they are a little different in this respect. When you beat the GameCube version, you unlock professional mode. You unlock the ability to purchase the infinite rocket launcher from the merchant. <laughs> and you unlock... An alternate costume for Leon, which is his RPD outfit from Mm. the second game. You unlock and you unlock a scenario called Assignment Ada, which is like a one hour long little scenario where you play as Ada. That's for the GameCube version. Mm -hmm. Now for the PlayStation 2 version, it's a little bit different. You unlock all of that stuff, but you also unlock assignment or uh, you unlock separate ways which is basically in almost an entire campaign playing as ada in what she was doing while leon was doing his shit fucking awesome which is really fucking cool yeah you also true. there's also a, a second uh, a new weapon that was playstation 2 exclusive which I believe is called the PRL. It's a fucking laser <laughs> that just blows them up. Now you can also unlock, and I, it might be from the first playthrough. I'm not, I, I can't remember, but you unlock a zoot suit for Leon. Sure. Which is very funny. And you unlock a knight, uh, like a suit of knight armor for Ashley, which is incredible because it means that Ganados can no longer lift her. And she cannot take damage. That's amazing. That's so amazing. it makes her not be so goddamn useless <laughs> because she can't be carried away. So you can kind of just ignore her. Yeah. yeah. That's now, fun. through uh, assignment Ada, you can unlock the Chicago typewriter, which is a Thompson submachine gun. <laughs> and if you reload that gun with Leon in his zoot suit, he does a cool animation where he like spins his hat and like does like an anime pose, which is funny. Awesome. And through you also like previous games, you will unlock mercenaries mode, I which this is the best version of mercenaries mode. Oh, is it? You can play as Leon. You can play as Ada. You can play as Wesker. You can play as Krauser and you can play as hunk. Mm-hmm. And they all have different loadouts and different abilities. Krauser being one of the most fun because he has his bow and arrow and he also transforms his arm. And you basically just collect t- hourglasses to keep your time going, try to keep combos going. And if you get high enough score with enough characters on enough maps, 
you will unlock the hand cannon, which is the strongest gun in the game. Mm -hmm. In the original version, not in the remake, it has the same damage as a rocket. Oh my god. But it has unlimited ammo. Yeah, has unlimited ammo and it's just a magnum. So you don't yeah. run the risk of blowing yourself up too. Oh, of course, if they're too close, yeah. Yeah, so you just like bust through the game, just pop, 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 pop. Wow. Oh, another cool thing about Mercenaries is Wesker has a punch, which is super <laughs> funny, because he punches Chris in Code Veronica, and then very famously, Chris would get him back in Resident Evil 5 by punching a boulder, <laughs> and the boulder ends up pushing Wesker into lava. Beautiful. Beautiful. Which is very, very funny. But that's a lot of, I mean, that's, for back then, that's a lot. That is a, so much gameplay. Yeah. That is so much to do, like, to do, like, a completionist kind of thing and get everything in the game and 100% and beat it on professional mode, which is fucking hard. Oh, bet, And get yeah. S rankings and S rank all the mercenaries missions with all the characters mm -hmm. is, like, it is, it is a lot of gameplay and you gotta, you know, you gotta respect it. Yeah, you do. But that's one of the many reasons why this game has kind of stood the test of time and has like such amazing replayability. And that leads us into this game's legacy. Carry the same blood. Huh. Interesting. Anyway, there are more important things than solving riddles right now. You're right. Hurry and find that church, Leon. So, legacy of this game. This game is so, I think if, especially if you play this game when it came out, you can feel how this game echoed through the rest of games. Mm. You can feel it in games like Gears of War. Right. Which has a similar camera angle. I mean, kind of like every third person shooter from this point on would kind of do this thing. Absolutely. That this game and This became did. the default, yeah. Yeah, and the f future Resident Evil games, for better or for worse, would lean more into this. Resident Evil 5 being a good example, which the game gets a lot of shit, but I do think it's one of the best couch co-op games ever. Yes. Especially for a survival horror thing. And it would lead to Resident Evil 6, which is not a great game, but it is, it is a spectacle. For <laughs> sure. But this game also never uh, never kind of fell out of the limelight. This game has been re-released and ported to fucking virtually every console. There was a mobile version of Resident Evil 4 oh for God. the iPhone, which seems insane. Insane, yeah. You know, I think this game is uh this game is on like most people's like, you know, most publications like best games of all time you know which is weird for a survive a sur quote-unquote survival horror game mm. but think of the games we wouldn't have without this i don't think we'd have Ge gears of war i, so. I don't think we, we wouldn't have dead space oh i would know for sure yeah i think uh we wouldn't have the modern fallout games no we wouldn't have last of us wow yeah yeah, I don't think that game would really exist in this way. Uh, Corey Balrog said Resident Evil 4 was an influence on the God of War series, including God of War 2. Wow. And particularly God of War 2018. Yeah, it's the same. Wow. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uncharted director Bruce Straley called Resident Evil 4, the Resident Evil 4 village sequence, the best opening fight in any video game. I might agree with that. Yeah. And I mean, you can see it in things like Dead Space. That's where it's easy to see. But I think, you know, it's the fact that it's been remastered by like an insane amount. I think that is something that's influenced the industry quite a bit because it's I think it's made people do other games. You know, remaster other games. 100%. And I think it says something about the longevity of this game that it was ported to so many systems because it was uh, the first HD upscale was for the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360, which I believe were digital downloads only. I don't I don't know if they if those ever got physical releases, mm-hmm. but, you know, then it was, of course, it was on GameCube. It was on PlayStation 2. It was on, there was a mobile version. It would end up being on the Xbox One. It would end up being on the PlayStation 4. It was, yeah. there was a, a new version of it that was ported to the Wii, which would take advantage of motion controls, which is honestly one of the best ways to play it. Yeah, that like the it's shit very to get intuitive off, yeah. with the aim. Right. Um, it's it's been ported to the Switch. I've been playing it on the Switch. I think it's great on the Switch. Awesome. Um, you can play it on basically any. There's no excuse to not play this game. Yeah. It is on everything. It is on PC. You can play it on Mac. You can play it on anything. And I'm I have a hard time thinking of another game that's just been ported this much. No, I, I since you started saying all this, I've been trying to think of an equivalent game and I can't come up with one. Yeah, it's it's people didn't want to let this game go. And then by the time like the ports, the HD remasters started feeling like long in the tooth, they'd come out and remake it. They remake it. And when they remake it, you know what they do? They do mm. the impossible and make what many people considered like one of the greatest games of all time better. Wow. The wow. remake is so good. <laughs> it improves upon this game in virtually every single way. Wow. I mean, it is tr- it is incredible. Like I I thought the Dead Space remake, I was like, "Oh shit, like this is cool. Like if this is how we're doing remakes now." Because right. they did the they did the remake for Last of Us, right? The part yeah. 1. And it's like, "Oh, we remade it from the ground up." But you play it and you're like, "This looks the this same." Is- same this thing. is just a double HD remaster, like right, exactly. Yeah, this doesn't feel like you remade the game. But Dead Space comes out, and you're like, okay, if this is what remakes are going to be, let's let's do it. Count and of in. course, the Resident Evil Two remake, and this is a franchise that has like lived kind of on remakes. The Resident Evil One remake is the greatest survival horror game of all time. Mm-hmm. The Resident Evil Two remake would have won Game of the Year if it just didn't if it happened to have come out in a different year that Sekiro didn't come out you know right right, right. the Resident Evil 3 remake is fine (laughs) but the Resident Evil 4 remake because here's the thing Resident Evil 2 is my favorite video game of all time the PlayStation one Mm. the Resident Evil 2 remake is very good but it is so different Mm. From the PlayStation One, that it, I kind of have a hard time thinking of them as like the same game. Oh, it's like a reimagining. Okay. Whereas the Resident Evil Four remake is different, but it it mainly just feels like an improvement. Wow. 
it mainly just feels like they they reworked it and made it better just fixed right. anything that like they and that's not to say it's a perfect game i don't think there's this thing as a perfect game right but i i would say it's as close to a perfect game as you can get wow very cool like i couldn't stop i couldn't stop playing it mm-hmm. it was truly incredible and it makes me really hyped for other remakes right along that style of like let's yeah yeah, let's not rethink it. Let's not just make the graphics better. Let's re let make it better. Yeah. Yeah, let's make let's let's not like change what made the game good. Let's not try to like do something new just within the framework of an old game. Let's like mm-hmm. remake the game. It, right. That way it still feels familiar but is new and fresh and is just a better experience. And that's what this is. I I love the original Resident Evil 4. I've mm-hmm. sunk I would say hundreds of hours. I think the only game I've played more than Resident Evil 4 is World of Warcraft. I think that's probably the only game I've put more hours into. Wow. But I honestly don't know if I would really care to play the original much more. Interesting. With the remake. That's how good the remake is. You don't have the desire to play the original. You want to just play the remake. Yeah. Because when I went, you know, playing it for this episode, Mm. I was like, this is awesome. But like, I couldn't help but thinking like, oh, I kind of want to play the remake, which is why I told you not to play the remake. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I told you not to play the remake because I, I think it almost... I mean, it doesn't rob this game of any of its charm or any of its like good qualities. But it's just so much of an improvement that, like, wow, this game, you know, kind of just fades into the background. It's just a better version. Wow, it's like an it's like an improvement, yeah. But I'm not just a slob and Capcom's knob here. Lots of people thought that this game was mm. incredible. Sure, incredible. So let's talk about the reception. Let's talk about the reviews. <sighs> Come on, let's go home. Sounds like a great idea. Mission accomplished. Right, Leon? Not quite. I still have to get you home safe. Now, on Metacritic, the GameCube version of this game has a 96. The same same as the PlayStation 2 version. Both have a 96 out of 100. The highest rated versions of this game. Wow. The HD remasters for the PS3 and Xbox 360 would get an 84. The Wii version would get a 91. So it's the closest version it's got. It has basically universal acclaim. Yeah. Which, I mean, of of course it does. 96 Uh, is fucking disgustingly good. Oh, yeah. Uh, 1up.com gave it an A. Mm-hmm. Edge gave it a 9 out of 10. Famitsu gave the Wii version a 38 out of 40. GameSpot gave it a 9 point... Gave the PS2 version a 9.3 out of 10. The GameCube version a 9.6 out of 10. Here's the thing about the... Here's one thing that I really notice between the two. As someone who started playing the GameCube one and then moved on to the PlayStation 2 one, I think the GameCube one looks better. Okay. Interesting. I think visually it looks a little better. I also mm. think the GameCube controller is better for mm. this game than the PlayStation 2 controller. That would make sense. I, the game was developed for the GameCube controller. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. It, it, it just kind of works. Right. But obviously the PlayStation 2 version is a more definitive version. It has all the stuff. It has right, separate right, right. ways. 
Uh, GameSpy would give this game five stars on both GameCube, Wii, and PS2. Wow. IGN gave it a 9.5 on the PS2, 9.8 on the GameCube. People fucking love this game. Yeah. I yeah. love I love this fucking game. <laughs> uh, we talked about it in our top, you know, our top PlayStation 2 games. This is one of my favorite games of all time from one of my from my absolute favorite franchise of all time. Right. I love this game. I love the goofy story. I love Leon's one-liners. Where is <laughs> yeah. everyone going? Bingo. Bingo. Yeah, that's from Maybe we could work some overtime. Oh, I just want to point out the 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 point where I knew I loved this game. Yeah. Like just absolutely loved this game was when Leon runs into the throne room mm -hmm. with Salazar and he ends up hitting the uh <laughs> he ends up hitting the like the like a release to like the floor falls out mm -hmm. and Leon falls and throws a grappling hook. And catches himself, and then Salazar is waiting to listen to hear him die, and Leon right. shoots this like the sound cone, and it's like ah, fucking awesome. I was like, this is this is the greatest. Yeah, thing that's I've a ever nice little moment. Yeah, in yeah, my yeah. Life. yeah. But what do you think about it? As a for someone who didn't play it when it came out, it's a very, 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 very good game. Having missed out on it, see, here's the problem. The hype for year, decades, literally, well, a decade and a half, whatever, 18 years has been so big that it couldn't live up to what I had heard. That being said, it came really fucking close. It's a delightful game. It's so fun. It's so challenging at times. But you never feel like I'm just going to turn this off and never play it again. It you never feel feels like unfair. Correct. It feels like you could have done something different. Oh, I should have done that, or I didn't do that quick enough, or if I hadn't hit that shot, like if I had started throwing fucking incendiary grades, grenades earlier, I would have beat it. To, it never, like you said, it never feels unfair. The story is fucking bonkers. You know I love those fucking bonkers story. All that being said, oof, I'm going to give Resident Evil 4 Nine out of ten chickens running Ch everywhere. <laughs> Nine out of ten chickens. Nine out of ten chickens. Oh. Well, I can see I can see that that point of view. It is weird yeah. playing it all these years later if you didn't play it when it first came out. Yeah. Because the the hype around it when it first came out was wild. Yeah, 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 everyone was playing this game like you couldn't it was just the game that everyone was talking about right I mean I, I was in I was in 10th grade when this game came out and it blew me away right I'm sure I didn't know a video game could be like this I didn't know I, I hadn't I'd yet to play a game that like could suck me in Right, as this quickly as hard, this yeah. game, like, and mm -hmm. it comes, it comes on so fast. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no real like building up to it. Like, immediately you're like hooked into this world. Absolutely, and true. I think kind of it, it kind of has shaped how I look at games ever since. I would say that this game is fundamental in how I view video games in general. Since then, you know, and right. think, 2005. That's a late PS2 release. 
Oh, absolutely it is. So, I mean, it's 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 an it's an incredible incredible game, which is why and it's very important to me. Mhm. Which is why I'm going to give it nine and a half out of ten uh, geographically incorrect Spanish accents. <laughs> yeah, nine and a half. I thought about going a little higher, but I think, yeah, between if I had played it, I think originally when it first came out, I think I probably would have given it a nine and a half right now if I had replayed it. I'm if giving it, it a nine and a half out of 10 when I give the remake a 9.75 out of 10. Damn, we're closer to perfect. Yeah. There's no such thing. So play this game. Play Please this play game. this game. Play this. Play the remake. Play the original. If you're like me and somehow haven't played it all these years, bite the bullet. Play the remake if you must. Play the remake, actually, because apparently it's even better. I'm probably going to get the remake at some point, but um, yeah, you got to play this game. I, I actually, I, I would encourage, if, if, you have, if you have somehow made it to the year of our Lord Osmond Sadler 2023 mm -hmm. and have not played either the remake or the original, I'd say play the original. Play so the original the so yeah. you can see, so you can have like a frame of reference for just A, how much of an improvement because I know it doesn't seem like much, right? 9.5 to 9.75. That 0.25 is impossible. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. like, how do you do that? And right. they managed to do it. And I think having like the original as a frame of reference will show you just how impressive that jump is. Right. Right. And yeah. And also, it's, I think it's such a, uh, like in video game culture, I think it's such a huge milestone. And mm. such a huge, you know, just like point in history for video games that you'd kind of be doing yourself a disservice by not checking out the original. Yeah. Check it out. Please check it out. Please do. Well, that was our thoughts on Resident Evil 4. Thank you all so much for listening to both episodes of this uh, doubleheader. Uh, don't forget to like us, subscribe to us on whatever your podcast whatever of choice is and thank you for going along on this ride of sequel month let us know we you know we have a couple more themed months planned out for the rest of the year is this something you guys like let us know hit us up on social media you can find us on instagram at discreet error pod or you can find me on instagram at funeral casual games I'm at Ian Golding Games. And you can also find us on Whatnot, slinging games, making shitty tier lists, doing the damn thing, hanging out, you know, just shooting the breeze. Shoot but the breeze. We, we want your feedback. Please, yes, please give us the feed, please. You know, as much as feedback. we do this show for us, we do it for you. Oh, uh, it's true. So, it's very true. So engage, engage with engage. us, hit us up, let us know if you have a game you'd like us to play, you know, a recommendation. That's how we ended up doing, um, dog's life, which was yeah. dog shit, but yeah. you know, Hey, it's a game that I would never have even known about had someone not recommended it. It's true. So recommend us yeah. games. We, yeah, we are, we are, open, we are, open, our schedule's not set in stone. So no, we'll hit play us anything. up. And we will see you on the next one. We will see you then. Bada boom, bada bing. Bada boom, bada bing.